Welcome to Jet Centro, folks, the Winnipeg Free Press podcast. It's about the Jets, obviously, sports, and etc. I'm your host, sports editor Steve Lyons, and I'm joined as usual by sports columnist Mike McIntyre. He's in my office here at 1355 Mountain Avenue, lounging on the blue couch. I haven't it's seen you since last year, Steve. Last year? Oh my yeah. God, Mike. Been a while. It has been a two <laughs> weeks, really. But we took last week off. And special thanks to our producer Jen Zarati, who decided to forego a, a vacation day today right. to do this. Uh, I imagine it's more episode, of a of staycation day. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. But Can't we really do have a anywhere. box of um, <laughs> Ferrero Rochers for her. Right. She um, named her price. She did. Yeah. And chocolate. it was one we were willing to meet. Yeah. Or you were willing to meet. Well, I was, originally I was. I, I said you were going to do it, but I was going through the uh, checkout line at Canadian Tire, buying something. What was I buying? Um, a thermal underwear, <laughs> thermal long <laughs> johns. Too much information <laughs> potentially there, but uh, all right for fat bike riding. Right, and um, so and then I saw these Frere Rocher. This box, a beautiful box of Frere Rocher. So they're sitting here waiting for you, Jen. Anyways, um, this is episode 46. Today, we're going to chat about the Jets' first few days of training camp, Mike, including today's team scrimmage, which you took in just moments ago. Yes. You, you've, just you've come straight here. Made from a the beeline. Xbox. Did not violate any speeding laws on the way, but I really? did. Really? Did you go, did you go uh, one Canada away? I did, yeah. So, so per- that's the best road. Perimeter is the best on. route for sure. Yeah, where well, you can do 90, I think, through most of it. 90. 90 kilometers or miles an hour? So. No. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, I don't think you can do 90 miles an hour anywhere except maybe the Autobahn in Germany. Well, you, the, you can do it there for sure. I did, um, what did I do there? I did 210 kilometers an hour on the My Autobahn. goodness. And were you being passed by anybody? Probably. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. But um, I did, I think I've gone 90 miles an hour on the perimeter or <laughs> one Canada way. That's where people test drive their cars when they come out of Birchwood, right? Right. I mean, so you can, you can bet that people speed once in a while. I would think, uh, yeah. Because they're down that one Canada they're way. They're giving her a rep for sure. I did when I test drove my several BMWs. Um, anyways, um, are we still recording? We have to always check the recording here, folks, because uh, a couple of weeks ago, as you know, we forgot to press the record button. I shouldn't say we did. I <laughs> well, did. We'll share it's a we thing, right? Sure, yeah. Where are we? Okay, anyways, wow. Talk about tangenting. Um, so what else are we going to chat about today? Patrick Liney and Jack Roslovic Affairs. The Bombers are signing some free agents. And um, uh, we'll touch on our New Year's resolutions if we have any. Um, we'll get to that later. So off with the first period. You were off at the at the Iceplex. I got to cover or watch a hockey game today, wow. Steve. That's, well, kind of. It was. It was. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a scrimmage. This is the closest the Jets will come to a hockey game uh, in training camp. Normally, yeah. normally they'd have what six, seven preseason games to work out the kinks. There's yeah, none. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they yeah. never play any of their good players though. In no, those and that's games. I. I am not sad at all to have no exhibition yeah. games to cover. They really are. They feel like an exercise in futility. It's not like one team has had a bunch of them and the Jets no. don't. So everybody's on the same footing. Totally in the same boat. Yeah. Uh, so they did have the t- the full team scrimmage today. Uh, the, the training camp numbers, I mean, th- this training camp's unique for a lot of reasons. First of all, that it's happening in January. Uh, second of all, teams were not allowed to bring the normal camp numbers. Like, I think the Toronto Maple Leafs, they often have 70 players at camp. Like, the max here was 36 skaters. These are, this is a small camp. 
um, as a result, like even today's scrimmage, it was just three lines against three lines. They didn't even have enough for two full rosters uh, of players. So um, yeah, it was it was interesting to watch. Like the the pace was good. Nobody was out there trying to kill each other, nor should they be. This no fights. No fights. Although I laughed. Um, Trevor Lewis, uh, Los Angeles King lifer, who has two Stanley Cups. He's here on a pro tryout. He had a goal and an assist today. So I said to a couple people, he just needs a fight for the Gordie Howe hat trick. Right. Uh, and of course, the funny thing with Trevor Lewis is he probably hasn't even met any of the guys he just played against because they just signed him last week to a tryout. And then he had to do a seven-day quarantine. That's not like he's been part of the team bonding or building. He was probably like, hey, guys, I'm Trevor. Can't even shake their hands, right? You're... And then, boom, he goes out, has a good performance. There were a number of players that stood out. I'm going to write about it uh, in, a, in a column today, uh, what caught my eye, what didn't catch my eye. But, yeah, good pace, good crispness, and uh, the Jets are getting very close now to, uh, Did to you opening. Did Christmas or Christmas? Crisp, crispness, <laughs> uh, like a wafer or a cracker. Uh, there was some crispness to their game. Um Kyle Connor looked really good, scored a beautiful breakaway goal. Uh, he missed all of last training camp, remember, and then kind of got off to a slow start. What I'm curious to see, Steve, How long ago was the last training camp? Was like that like a couple years, years ago? 14 years ago, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, I was 20 years old, right yeah. out of journalism school. No, it does feel like a lifetime ago. Doesn't it? I mean, that, like, Oh, I, my God, I don't even remember it that. It was September 2019. All right, so it's not that long. That's but quite a while still, ago, that's yeah. like 16 yeah. months ago, and a little has changed in the world since then, for sure. Yeah, wow. Um, so yeah, they'll do. Uh, they'll go back to their two groups uh, Thursday, Friday. They're going to take Saturday off, and then I assume they pretty much pare down to their roster and basically have a few practices before the Calgary Flames are here next Thursday to get the fifty-six game season underway, and that's going to be uh, a lot of fun. All right. Aside from the uh, the 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 crisp uh, practice, crisp yeah. scrimmage that took place today, there's. Uh, the most notable thing so far, obviously, in training camp, um, or at least potentially from my perspective, maybe from yours too, how, was the decision to have Patrick Liney um, do a, a Zoom interview, a media availability, uh, the first day of camp on Monday, as opposed to later in the week, which they originally thought they were going to do. Um, let's talk a little bit about I don't, we don't need to rehash all the rumors, uh, uh, the trade rumors surrounding Liney and all that or whatever. But um, Which come from his own agent, yeah, by the way. Yeah, they did. Yeah, by the way, folks, it wasn't us who started no, these No, this rumors. isn't some message board or no, no, anonymous it's not, social it's not, media It's not troll. Reddit. We're not on Reddit. Right. Um, <laughs> you can read it in the free press, but not Reddit. Yeah, we're not. The, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, I did have a few calls from uh, readers wondering why we're starting this rumor. Right. Um, but we're not. Um, so, but it's it's the guy showing up at camp and it was the first opportunity for people to maybe ask his thoughts on staying here long term in Winnipeg as a jet and um uh, I I would suggest he didn't do anything to say to make it seem like he wanted to be here. He didn't look happy to be here really no. frankly. He said I'm here, aren't I? But he didn't look overly happy to be here, Mike. So he, I got or, or just annoyed at being asked right. asked about it. Which he had to have known that I mean when your agent goes public with something like that, you're gonna get asked about it. You're is there like a petulance creeping into Patrick Liney? 
I don't know. I mean, he's a guy who can be refreshingly candid with us at times, right? He was. Gives, he was, for sure. I, 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 and I think there was a real sense of the unknown. Like, when you do put him on that podium, what's he going to say? I don't know that the Jets themselves knew what he was going to get up there and say. He's not the kind of guy that probably takes instruction on, okay, here's what we want you to go say. He kind of does his own thing, right? Uh, so I think there was a bit of the unknown. A bit less of that. A little bit yeah. less. Uh, so I got the first crack at him and I flat out, I, I reminded him, not that I suspect he needed reminding, but my first question to him was, Patrick, your agent had the following to say. Um, were you aware that he was going to make those comments? Do you stand by those comments? Do you feel, do you still feel the same way today? To which he responded, I'm here, aren't I? And then he went on to make a really interesting comparison to Wayne Gretzky saying, if Wayne Gretzky can get traded, anybody can get it traded. Was flippant. I, I, I found that there was, a, there was, it was, that was flippant when he said that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we got the, the Zoom format isn't ideal for this sort of thing. You get one question and then, then you're muted and then the next guy goes. So, but the, the, the theme continued and report other yeah, media kept yeah. going at him, yeah. flat out ask him, do you want to be traded? And he kept saying, I, I, I didn't say that. Well, no, but your agent did. And presumably your agent isn't speaking out of turn. I guess to Patrick. He didn't really answer anything. No, he didn't. Right? And yeah. let's put it this way, Steve. If he didn't, if he doesn't want to be traded, wouldn't he have just said that? I mean, that's the easiest way to kind of put that to bed, right? No, I, I, I don't agree with that. I, I love Winnipeg. I, I'm looking forward to my future here. But he didn't say that. So, of course, you know, the fire will keep burning a little bit, I will say, by making him talk on day one, which was the right move. You kind of now put it on the back burner. Um, and he, to his credit, I guess, he said, he's, he said the other right things, that he's going to work hard and you know, hopefully have a good season, which would be in his best interest, whether he's a Jet long-term or not. A good season for Patrick Lyonet would benefit him in the long run. All right, folks, we're back for the second period of our uh, Jet Cetera podcast. Uh, Mike, uh, we chatted a little bit about uh, Lyonet, the Lyonet situation there in the first period. Let's talk a little bit about Jack Roslovic. He's still not here. He doesn't have a, He's a restricted free agent, doesn't have a contract for the upcoming season, and he has actually said he wants to be traded. Um, Lainey didn't say it. His agent did it. Right. Um, so he's out of sight, out of mind. Um, Which means he can't make the claim Lainey did. He wouldn't be able to say, I'm here, aren't right. I? <laughs> I'm, I'm not here. Well, I, I guess at some point he may still sign a contract right. and come and play, even though he wants to be traded. Um, if he so, wants to play hockey this year, he might have to sign a contract. Well, have to sign. Oh, he, he, yeah, for sure. I mean, sure, otherwise yeah. the Jets could just let him rot all year if they I, wanted. I don't know that you want to do that with an asset. No, I, I'm curious. So is there a trend here? Uh, Jack Roslovic makes me wonder if there's a trend here. I've said this before. I believe that the Jets mishandled the Jacob Truba situation. Right. They drafted a guy who they compared to Chris Pronger, a guy who was going to win a... a Norris. Norris Trophy, et cetera, et cetera. When he wanted money early in his career, uh, they didn't give it to him. Bridged him. They bridged him. And then they, and they've bridged a lot of guys, and they've bridged Patrick Liney here. Um, they, they, they bridged Andrew Kopp, uh, right? They did. They yeah. bridged Josh Morrissey before Josh they Morrissey. turned that into a long-term extension. They've done this with a number of players or whatever. Is, the, is that... 
is that a good way to go about things? Are are these young players maybe like saying, you know, they feel disrespected because right. they're only getting this amount of money and all that? And does, and does that type of message get around the league? Does Winnipeg become a place where they're known as being chintzy? Um, does all of that come right. into play? You know, like I don't, I don't, you know, I, I, it's, I've been wondering about it lately. You know? It's interesting, of course, because you have sort of recency bias. I guess you'd, you'd have the Truba situation, you'd have Line, you'd have Roslevic, and people would look at that and say, "Well, what's with what's with these first round draft picks kind of wanting to get out of town ASAP? Like, what's in the water in Winnipeg?" Right. To which, not just trying to be a contrarian here, but you could also trot out. For every one of those, you trot out Mark Shifley, who, who signed a long-term deal, one that he maybe regrets. Not not because of the Winnipeg part, probably because of the money. Uh, I, don't, I don't suggest Mark Shifley doesn't want to be in Winnipeg. Mark Shifley probably doesn't want to just be making $6 million a year, not when you look at what other top centers are. He signed early. Yeah, here, that's, that, you know, I was going to mention that. I got this written down. Or Shifley's another interesting, if I was the Winnipeg Jets, uh, if I was, I would get him, I'd give him a new contract, frankly. I was looking at the salaries this morning. I'm not morning. sure that they can at can this point not, because uh, I think you have to only be, you have to be two one, years year, left? one year out or two years out. Two years. So, before you but can, I'd start talking about right. it for sure because um, Mark Shifley is currently the fifth highest player on the team. And, <laughs> and as you speculated today, he's the most valuable player on the team. So, um, and I'm not going to, debate that with you i'm not sure that i agree most with that important with player most important player i still He's think halibut i still think halibut yeah. is the most important player although i think um, as we saw in the bubble last year the jets still had halibut and they were no match for calgary as soon as shifley went down they were done well, if, but if halibut had gotten injured they might not even won one game so right. it's a good debate yeah um, um but, but so sorry on the shifley point i mean shifley nikolai ehlers signed a long-term deal kyle connor seven years 50 million dollars well he held out though he, he did he but then he got out. the long term yeah uh josh morrissey is signed long term connor hellebuck best goalie in the league right now is signed long term so yeah. the jets have locked core pieces up yeah, blake wheeler too, and blake yeah. wheeler re-upped uh of course here long term even dustin bufflin did and brian little Right. The the Atlanta originals, like they got all those but guys. But it's the young guys. The some, young guys of, some of these young guys, yeah, whether it's playing time or whether it's, um, and, and or how they're, they perceive that they're right. treated. Um, so let know, me ask you Playing this, the Steve, second line. If, if it's, to, if, if it's know, the snub, if it really, if we're to believe that it's all about Line A wanting to play with Mark Shifley. Yeah. If you're Patrick Line A, you're looking at this current season. What is there to be unhappy about? that you're playing with Paul Stasny and and Kyle Connor now is your other winger, a guy who was on, on the cusp of possibly scoring 50 goals had they played a full season. Kyle Connor was a better goal scorer than Patrick Laine was last year um, and is a young player. But that's not going to help Laine score goals. No, but it's, but it's a guy that they have to key, the other team has to key on him when he's on the ice too. Maybe that opens you up a little bit more. They can't just leave Kyle Connor unattended. My point being, he's on a pretty good line. Um, I don't know, like, what? Uh, where does he think he's going to go? Who Who's he going to go play with? Does he think... Well, he wants to play with Mark Shifley. Right, but if it's not in Winnipeg, like, that's a pretty good... Well, he's on the top line on any other on a, on a lot of other teams. Right? Sure, I mean, it's just sure. a, not a lot of like. He, I mean, I'm sure everyone would love to go play with Connor McDavid tomorrow if they could. Sure. Uh, but 
but that's there's not. a lot of better centers than Paul Stastny. There is for sure, <laughs> including one on the Jets, yeah, in Mark exactly, Scheifele. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think when you look at what the Jets have in their top six, I don't know how perm. I mean, first of all, Line get to play with Mark Scheifele for a good oh, chunk last year. Jump around, and quite he's a also bit, on yeah. the top power play unit yeah. with Mark Scheifele. Yeah, so for sure. I, I, my point being, he's going to get his cookies. He's going to get his points and his goals if he he's in a pretty good top six that might be interchangeable here. So okay, so okay, so what does he have to be disgruntled about? I mean, you could say. Exactly. What is it? What's 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 the burr in his saddle? You might want it. Like, what is it? Maybe you know. Maybe he f- has felt slighted for whatever reason. Maybe he didn't like the way he was treated by this person or that coach or et cetera, right. et cetera, whatever it is. And he isn't gonna let it go. No. Um. And so, and I think that happened maybe with Truba, right? Do you know what I mean? Right. I I don't think I'm um revealing anything that that people haven't already maybe thought about here and that I have no doubt that Blake Wheeler and Patrick Line aren't BFs BFFs they're not they see they see the world and they certainly see their hockey careers very differently Blake Wheeler is a very demanding captain he expects what he does to get himself ready and and to compete at the level he does, he expects out of everyone else. I think we've we've mentioned this Wheeler thing, and people have. There's Paul Maurice as well. I'm not sure Patrick Liney has always appreciated the way Paul Maurice has treated him. Right. I don't, but I don't know this. He's never said anything. We've just seen some hints at it over the years or whatever, right? And so. And, and we don't know what goes on in the dressing room. And, you know, we don't know what goes on on the plane. Right. You hear rumblings, you hear rumors and, and stuff like that. So, but what can, can they do something? What can they do to fix it? I think part of it is going to be Patrick Laine's own maturity to a degree. I mean, he's still 22. Well, what can they do to fix all of it? I right. mean, it's, it's not just Laine. It's, it's no. Roslovic and guys well, like Cop and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I mean... Uh, there's, and I wrote this, uh, I think a few months ago that I think everybody in the organization from Paul Maurice to Blake Wheeler, everybody probably has to look in the mirror a little bit and say like, have I, have I done everything possible to make this as welcoming an environment? And I'm not saying you have to completely fundamentally change the way you, you act or you approach the game, but sometimes um, you need to adjust, right? And, and so does should Patrick Liney get special treatment because he's a special talent? Well, you know what? Maybe he should. I give you special treatment. You Mike. do, Steve. You do. <laughs> um, but no, I mean that's the that's the world, right? Like in a, in a perfect world, everybody you treat everybody the same. Yeah. But that's not how the world it's works. Tough. It's tough. I, I don't envy these guys. You know, you've got you've got 20, a lot of egos. Twenty and young millionaires eh, trying you know? to manage. Yeah. Absolutely, wow. I, I do not envy the the the, the challenge of trying to make that harmonious and. And I think that my my experience watching teams over the years or whatever is that harmony wins a lot of games. Uh, talent is important, but it's almost For like sure. it's almost like the teams that are in sync, like you know, like they got the right chemistry, whatever you want to call it, harmony, uh, all pulling together, uh, t- pulling together. That those teams really succeed. And you know what helps with harmony? Winning games. It's a bit of a chicken and the egg. It you is, say yeah. harmony breeds winning, but winning also breeds harmony. 
And you could have, I mean, look at the Chicago Blackhawks a couple of years ago. They were fighting each other in practice. This is a, a dynasty that, you know, was falling apart at the seams because they started to lose. And all of a sudden, nobody was happy. It wasn't a very fun group to be around. Winning can cure it all, but you're right. It can also be a big intangible. Uh, we'll see if the Jets can kind of get back uh, pulling in the same direction, which is a theme you hear a lot of around this team. <laughs> Hi, folks. We're back for the third period of our Jet Cetera podcast. Uh, Mike, shifting gears a little bit to uh, a different sport. Uh, the Bombers have signed a few uh, free agents this week uh, and last week. Jamarcus Hardrick, um, uh, Stanley Bryant, um, the two very important parts of their offensive line, uh, Nick Nick Dembski and Theodric Hansen today. Um They've still got some, uh, the, the CFL and the Bombers are in some difficult situations. Teams are probably going to spend more to the floor right. than they will to the ceiling of the salary cap. And a lot of players are being asked to potentially take pay cuts, just like, um, you know, staff and coaches and management were in the league. And, and we still don't really know whether there's even going to be a season coming up and revenues have been, Zero. Zero. So it's a difficult situation. The Jake team Thomas up. as well signed. Jake right? Thomas signed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thanks. And, and and this month over the next 30 days or so, they also have some significant player bonuses um, that would be paid if the contracts are renewed for another season. Guys like Zach Kalaros and Adam Big Hill and Willie Jefferson. And so um, the, the, so far, it looks like they're bringing all the boys of the band back to try to um, potentially <laughs> um, defend their Grey Cup championship, which was two years held after they win years it. ago as <laughs> yeah. well. Um, Around the time training camp for the Jets happened. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so, um, you be, know, it would be fascinating to know the terms of these contracts, which we don't know, right? They don't. CFL players don't make a lot of money no. anyways. So, but Kyle Walters. They're going to make 20% <clears throat> less. Uh, yeah. Ta Taylor yeah. Allen wrote a piece, I think when Kyle Walters had an availability a bit ago. And he, he he was candid in saying that he's going to be asking guys to take cuts, right? I mean, that's the way of the world. Yeah, every, yeah everybody did, yeah. So yeah. presumably everybody that's signed so far has, has signed off on I that. Would, I would assume that, um, that. You do wonder, I mean, and what leverage would a player really have, Steve? Would they have any? Like, would Andrew Harris be able to, would he be able to say to the Bombers, take a hike, I'm not, I'm not taking any pay cut, but then where's he going to go? Like yeah, is another I, CFL I, team going to step in and and then I mean maybe they're all in the I same mean, boat, free, right? Free agencies at the beginning of February. Would there be some free agent bidding wars? Oh wow, Jay Bell, it's Jay Bell, of course, his like, annual call. We've missed you think it. He's doing that on purpose. I don't know. We Watch should. This. I'm gonna like. We <laughs> I picked it up and hung up on him, folks. We need maybe Jen in post production on this could insert like a little ding counter like we should we need if we were a tv show we'd have a number in the corner of the screen that would that would like over the year it'll just increase every time we get a j bell phone call or you know like work sites it's been how many days since an accident it's this been this is not a running gag folks we are not we, yeah we don't on purpose no <laughs> i'm sure it was a very important issue that so Jay back yeah back to the yeah. bomber so they've they've got some work to do um to I, I mean, they're, go they're going about their business, signing people like they would normally in January and into, you know, like to before they get the free right. agency. So it, it's normal situation, except you got less money to spend. 
it's still you know so up in the air as to what's going to happen with the CFL though we haven't heard anything uh, lately um, can I just say something about the bombers sense of timing sure could it be worse what what are they doing announcing these signings during oh, the first two yeah. days of Jets training yeah. camp they have literally had the stage to themselves for <laughs> weeks months even and like they're announcing signings on Monday. It's we've been talking about it down at the Iceplex, including some of the guys that cover the bomber beat are now covering Jets. They're like, "What is going on here? Why are you doing this now?" I'm glad we have a bomber guy. We don't have to worry. Right, about it but I mean, like, talk about. Well, it, it's timing. This is the, this happens every year. This is the time when these signings happen. Yeah, I guess normally you don't get they training camps. Right, training it's camps. Usually, this time it's here. the Jets that are practicing at the wrong time. By the way, this is normal. Signing period. Bombers would say the Jets are stealing our thunder. Exactly. Not that the Jets are worried about the bomb. I just think the Bombers, there may be. I'm not sure that there's anything else that they could have done. They could have done it earlier, maybe. Are they literally signing these guys now? Or have they. Because, for instance, the Winnipeg Gold Eyes, I know they'll sign players and then they hang on to them and then they release them. This is different than that. Okay. I mean, if, if they're literally putting pen to paper like yesterday or today, I get it. If they've sat on these because they want to roll them out one day after another. Uh, you might have found a little bit better time, guys, to get a bit more of a spotlight. Darren, if you guys are doing that, you should stop doing that then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jets news is, I mean, they're, they're the big dogs in town, of course, and it's going to, you know, camp will slow down and then the season will start. But yeah, good on the Bombers, I guess, for, are we surprised that a lot of these guys want to come and stick together? They, they, they no, were they building a really good thing here, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, they, well, they, they love playing for Michael Shea, A. For sure, B, they're the champions, and who wouldn't want to try to repeat as champions? Sure. So I think it's going to be a little easier for them to get guys to come back um, at, at a 20% pay cut. Um, I'm just wondering what they're going to do about these bonuses. Like some of these guys yeah. do significant bonuses, and, and, and the revenue just hasn't been there. And, you know, there was a projection that the Bombers were going to lose $10 million uh, with the lost season of last year. So... Uh, the optics of giving uh, <laughs> bonuses to some of these guys, um, like I, I get that it's their livelihood, and um, I'm, I, I, although I'm actually, I'm personally, I'm more okay with the Bombers giving a fifty thousand dollar bonus, off season bonus to Adam Big Hill, than I am that they continue to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on their coaching staff. Um, but that's another, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there hasn't been a whole lot to do. There has to not do. been any coaching to do, but I get it. It's their life. They also have to pay their mortgages and stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, it's yeah. new territory for everybody. Yeah. Like you said off the top, Steve, the million dollar question uh, is are they going to have a season? They're obviously planning for one, but they were planning for one last year and then it didn't happen. Oh, the big wow. difference now we have a vaccine. We didn't have a vaccine a year ago. Um, is it going to roll out quick enough that they can start to have fans in stadiums by late know. May, June? I don't know about I don't that. I think so. I will say Kyle Dubas uh, did say with the Toronto Maple Leafs the other day, now again, he can say whatever he wants, but he did say that I'm I'm hopeful we're going to have fans in our games watching the Leafs before the season is done. The season ends the beginning of May. That's really optimistic from my perspective to have at an indoor venue in canada by yeah, may yeah, april or may i don't know I, I i mean i i haven't spent a lot of time looking at the timeline for the vaccinations um it's just going I really know slowly I'm way down the list yeah, right, you know what I mean? right so i'm not really o- overly uh, thinking about when i might get vaccinated and 
Um, but it's going slowly, and um, somebody on Twitter it's methodically. The other, it I like is. To think of it as a little bit. Someone more on Twitter the other day did a mathematical calculation that if we vaccinate at the current rate that we have these first few weeks, you know when every Manitoban would be vaccinated by Steve? Fourteen years. Two thousand and forty-four. <laughs> wow. Yeah, twenty-three years. Now oh. it's going to pick up, obviously. But the point is, the initial rollout has been very, very slow. I just don't know that. We, so people do math on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> people do a lot of things on Twitter, including math. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see if the numbers ultimately add up. All right, folks, we're back for the overtime period of our Jet Setra podcast. Uh, my stomach just growled, so we're going to need to wrap this up quickly. No, I'm just kidding. Um, New Year's resolutions, Mike. Um, you're asking me if I... Had any res? I'm always making resolutions. I don't need New Year's to do that. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm always following through on them. Um, I, I, you know, I, I'm I've never been a real big New Year's resolutions guy. Although I do have some, I, I do have. I, I'm a person who maybe would set some goals for the year, right. um, and I think New Year's is kind of it's a good time to look back. I personally would generally journal a little bit about the previous year and then and give some thanks and and then maybe look forward to the next year uh, although i i do have I, and i'm okay chatting, i do have a goal to 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 lose a few pounds i'm i mean i'm i spend a lot of time working out and you I do a, i'm an act really active person and and um but man i just love you like your food too i love desserts you, you love man. your sweets I, I know oh my god I, as, as listeners to this podcast oh, would, like would. so <laughs> so <laughs> like this box of chocolates for jen here is just staring at me right you know and so um rarely um, rarely a week goes by folks that i don't get a text from steve that doesn't include a picture of a piece of pie <laughs> or something <laughs> Uh, and I think he's you tormenting see, me. You should seeing the cake and ice cream that I had over the weekend. So anyways, I'm going to try to, I've got a goal. I'm 210 pounds this morning. Um, and uh, so I've been, um, my goal is to get the 199 mm. in the next uh, couple months or whatever. So, and I don't get to have any dessert until then. So <laughs> you're um, holding yourself to that. I can, I can probably, I, um, yeah. So I'm in a workout every day, so I should be okay. Yeah. How about you? Any resolutions? Yeah, like I've never been. It's never been sort of January first. Gotta do this. Although I do like setting goals, like you say, and and often using uh, the start of a month. For example, it was last June the first that I started following Weight Watchers right. and, and I used that day. It was a couple of weeks earlier that I'd sort of decide I want to do this, but it was like, no, I'm going to start on the first of the month because it just felt like a good time to, to start a new goal. Even with seasons, I find like yeah, when, you, sure. when you're starting when yeah. spring comes or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I don't have, um, I used I'm gonna to have, shave my beard March 21st. Are you? I am. Yeah. Like right down to yeah, the, right, off, right, yeah. to, right to the wood. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I'm done it's long it. enough. We could almost have a charity event or something. We uh, <laughs> they could make like, do they make wigs out of beard hair? Um, do I they don't make know. wig beards. Uh, beards yeah. yeah. First day of spring. I'm going to shave it. Wow. Yeah. So what's that? The 20th or the 21st? Should, uh, or we yeah. should video that and, uh, and put that on, on our website Yeah, we could or do something. something yeah. Um, and why just, it's starting to get, I, I've never been a beard guy. I, I, the story behind this beard is I went to, um, I went to Israel, yeah. um, a couple of years ago now, uh, it's hard to remember what year <laughs> it was, January of 2019, I think two years. Yeah. So two years ago from now. Yeah. That's what it was. And, um, 
And I figured, well, you know, I'm wandering through, uh, you know, the the Jordan Valley and all this or whatever, and I'm going to be like a Nazarene and let my let my right. Uh, beard grow, right? And and so I didn't shave while I was in Israel. For and then I came back and I was starting to get a couple of compliments from females. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're so easily persuaded right, to just right. go with that, right? And so I just have left it. Yeah. And then it's kind of just been like people like like it, and the people go, "Wow, you really look good with a beard." But that's a pain, you know. I I I'm gonna go back to clean oh, shaving. Wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, my goals. Uh, I I would like. I know. I think you've said before, Steve. You you you're not really planning on traveling outside maybe the province in, uh, in might this go, year. I might but go to Saskatchewan or Ontario yeah. or something. We'll see how this I mean, plays out. Yeah, we uh, I talked about this before where our family had a big... My, folks, we, Mike sent me his 2021 vacation, vacation request. requests. And the guy, he had put a, down, he had certain weeks for Vegas and then certain weeks for New York City. So if this guy's full of optimism I for am. coming here. Uh, yeah. Because I want to do the 20th anniversary trip with my wife, which we were going to do last spring and didn't. And I want to do the family trip to New York with my son and daughter and our, and my wife uh, to see Broadway shows and a Yankees game with my son. And so we've rescheduled that for late August. And yeah, I'm hoping that... Both... I'd be planning 2022, frankly, but <laughs> you go... you you you. you... Yeah, we'll you see, hold out hope we'll see there, what Mike. happens. I mean, there are some things happening with air travel now and rapid testing that might make things a little... Um, but yeah, I mean, I just want to stay on on the, the same path, uh, the health path that I've been on up to... I actually lost three pounds this past week, so I, I managed to knock off the little bit of Christmas uh, goodies. So I'm up to 87, uh, 87.4 now. Definitely want to hit the 100 mark. I'd actually like to get closer to 120 total. When it's all you've lost, yeah, I lost oh, yeah. eighty-seven. That's I like the to, goal. Thirty-three more would would make me very very what happy. What will you do then? Maintain cherry pie with ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Just have a just <laughs> eat for weeks. <laughs> a full buffet, Vegas buffet. There you go. Uh, but yeah, then just hopefully maintain and uh, and we'll see where that goes. And yeah, I mean this will be. You're come. Are you coming up on a work anniversary? The, last year was my twenty-fifth. Oh, I have no idea. I started here in March of. 1987 so um, well then tw- next year will be this year would 35 be f- years right well 2022 would yeah yeah, yeah. i don't man I, i'm not you, i'm not one to look down the road very far i like to really stay in the day yeah that's one thing i've learned with age and some other things is to stay in the day um really enjoy the day uh be mindful of the day that's right. a uh, you know that's a goal that i have all the time mike if i if i was to think about something um um, I used to think about, I used to worry about, I used to regret things too much yeah. and I used to fret too much, regret and fret, right? And so um, I don't do a whole lot of that anymore. It's probably a good and, way um, to really cut the stress and the anxiety yeah, down for sure. Yeah, it helps or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Well, whatever uh, resolutions you folks uh, listening have, let's hope you, you yeah, have are a great, able to, have a, uh, to They probably just them. want to watch a Jets game. Probably. Maybe uh, what, and they're, they're going to get that wish fulfilled here in the very near future and a bomber game. Don't count and, on it. Well, Jets game. I would count on it until it happens, folks. <laughs> That's true. Anything well, can happen. We're still a week don't away. Don't bank so. on it. <laughs> when we're back here next week, we'll, we will it'll be opening day of the NHL season next, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, okay. Uh, and then and the Jets we'll, It'll be Jets season opener eve, so nice. uh, we'll, we'll have lots That'd to talk great. about. Yeah. All right. We'll look forward to seeing you that next week, uh, uh, Mike. Folks, uh, happy new year again, and um, thanks for listening. Take care. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.